This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Um, same as always. Uh, there are no more highs. There are no more lows. <laughs> everything is just regular all the time. Uh, uh, not great, but not bad. A ceaseless grind. Um, yeah, I feel the same. We saw each other in person this week, this past week. It was uh, our friend Paul McKenna's birthday. Yeah. He turned 40 years old, which is honestly pathetic. And uh, we we had a surprise party. Uh, well, his wife planned a surprise party in the park. Uh, so we were socially distanced. She made masks with his face on and everything. But I noticed the same thing. Like, at, you know, I saw a bunch of people I haven't seen in a while. I got nothing to talk about anymore. Yeah. I'm all look. I'm all talked out uh, for the week after we do this every week. Yeah, and uh, we have you know at least rich subject matter to talk about. And by the way, it's Water Week here on the Complete Guide <laughs> to Everything. Uh, stay tuned for things to get wet and wild. Tim, I think you're going to be disappointed with uh, with with some of the some of the talking points that I prepared. If that's uh, what you're coming in thinking this episode's going to be like. Tom, water is what you make of it, but we'll get to that. Yeah. First, let's talk about, uh, I don't know, going to the park or something. I, 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 I dread small talk in normal times. Exactly. In COVID times, it's just like, it's going to suck being like uh, when everything's back to normal. Mm-hmm. We're going to look back on this and and be like, remember when we thought things were going to get back to normal at some point? Um, <laughs> things so were just like, weird from then on. And it's going to be like, so many people are going to be like, hey, like people that you haven't seen in 10 years are going to be like, hey, we're all free now. You want to go meet for a drink? And you will. And they'll be like, what are you up to? And like, nobody's going to have anything to say. It's going to well, suck. It's going to be anything- like a whole year of that. Nobody's going to have anything to say, and everybody's uh, social skills are going to be uh, uh, wildly out of practice. I never really hung around with a crowd. Yeah, you with never really had social any skills. social skills to begin with, I guess. Yeah, the, yeah, you're you're freaking uh, George Clooney out there, charming everybody. <laughs> well, <laughs> I my pranks are pretty well known, Tim. My pranks and my uh, giving my friends lots of money. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess is that going to happen? Are you, are we going to hear from like acquaintances and stuff that, that want to get together all of a sudden? Maybe. I think people are just going to be rare. And I think it'll be like a novel thing the first Mm. few times. And then we're going to catch on like, oh, this stinks. Yeah. Hey, I didn't see that guy since 
2009 anyway. Like, why did I think that 2021 I needed to, <laughs> to meet up with them again? Yeah, I guess that there's also going to be a weird staggering of like some people being vaccinated and then some people not being vaccinated. And then like hmm. what types of places are going to be open and in what way are they going to be open? Tim, as of tomorrow, I will be vaccinated. What? For rabies. <laughs> you got the rabies vaccine long ago, Tom. <laughs> I thought that's what everybody was trying to get. Yeah, you... <laughs> I called up the doctor's office and said, I want this vaccine everybody's talking about. And they said, yeah, we got an appointment. Come right in. Yeah, you. I, I could see you getting, uh, having to get the vaccine for mange. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure that if I bite somebody and they put me down, they don't have to cut my head off to find out if I was a rabbit or not. They'll just be able to look at a card and say, nope, he had his vaccine. Tim, of course, I'm kidding. I'm getting the COVID vaccine tomorrow. Shot two COVID-19? tomorrow. COVID-19? Oh, I didn't, I didn't know the year mattered. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. What are your questions, Tim? Number one, you didn't disclose that you had the the first shot. I feel like yes. this has been, you've been deceiving myself and everybody, all of our loyal listeners. Well, I didn't, I didn't know how it would be taken. I didn't know if people would think, well, and like you accused me of uh, when I told you, like, uh, like, ah, oh, you jumped in line, ah, huh? you cut everybody in line, you fooled everybody. Listen. Mm-hmm. When they first announced that they had developed vaccines and uh-huh. they would begin distributing them at the end of last year, mm-hmm. I was speaking with my wife about it, mm-hmm. and I said, "Like, you know what? I'm worried about. Like, this needs to be done in an orderly fashion. It's going to take a while for everybody to have access to the vaccine, mm-hmm. and like, I, I I hope number one that the rollout goes smooth and that they prioritize the proper like uh-huh. that like you and, know it's not uh, just number like, hey, two that Tom gets ev- it first before that every me. rich person in the world <laughs> no and the other thing was like I worry that if it goes on too long I might become the kind of person mm-hmm. who like will start to get like weirdly competitive the way that I do you know like with concert tickets or right. something uh-huh. or like if if I don't know, like saving tables at a bar when you know a, a big group is coming or something, uh-huh. right? Like you get like really competitive and you're like, I see that group well, over there. They're eyeing the table and these people are paying the check. I, I got to be on top of this. As soon as they stand up, I'm walking over there. And I, f- I was afraid I'd get that way about the vaccine. And my wife assured me, no, the way like it's going to be orderly. They're going to, mm-hmm. they're going to, they're going to do this in the right way. And I said like, yeah, but you know people like Tom <laughs> are going to scheme and push their way to the front of the line. That's not true, Tim. And my wife said, yeah. Well, yep. your wife should mind her own Never business. Never thought of it that way. Tim, you, you shouldn't be talking to her about me, first off. <laughs> um no. I forgot you had that rule, and I promised never to discuss you with my wife. <laughs> when she asks what you're doing in this room once a week, you tell her nothing. <laughs> Um, no, Tim, I have asthma, which you might know from making fun of me constantly for having asthma. Tom, if I may say so, sucks to your asthma. Exactly, Tim. Well, my asthma finally got me something. 
in life. And You've that... been faking it all this all these years. <laughs> um, well, you keep lo- what happened was you kept losing in foot races that we'd all have, <laughs> and we'd be like, "Ah, slow, Tom," and you'd be like, "No, it's because." And then one day you were like, "I have asthma." Yeah, you got a fake inhaler. Well, and I, uh, I still stolen had to, valor. I still competed in the foot races, though. Um, so it was that, and also the uh, zip code that I'm in has uh, like one of the lowest uh, vac- vac- vaccination rates in, uh, I think, the whole state. Yeah, the whole state, not just yeah. the city. Uh, Is it because of people jumping the line? No, that would not make it. Uh, th- then everybody would it would be a much higher percentage if people were jumping the line if we if we were going to other zip codes to jump the line then it would be yeah uh but anyway the reason why i didn't mention it is because this rollout is still i mean it's doing a lot better than it was but it's still all over the place and i know in uh some countries and states like they're insanely far behind i heard recently i don't i can't verify this but that like germany is still in phase one of six which is people 80 or older can get it and that's it right um so i don't want i didn't want people thinking like oh yeah i can't you know it's only for people 80 or up tom's lying it's going different everywhere and where i live i happen to be able to get it because I had asthma, Tim. Yeah. All joking aside, I think anybody who is able to get it should get it as soon as possible. And that's the public service uh, portion. Tom, I think you're selfish. And I think uh, you're you're prior- prioritizing your own life over uh, uh, elderly people. And I know you have no respect for the elderly. <laughs> I mean, I always prioritize my own life over the elderly, Tim. I think you do, too. <laughs> Um, no, I'm not. There's specific elderly that I prioritize over myself. Uh, Yeah, I guess that's a general rule. But the, uh, uh, the place that I went to is run by FEMA, you know, the famous, uh, government agency. Is Michael Brown still in charge of, uh, you know, Brownie? (laughs) Brownie? No, I don't think Brownie's in charge there anymore. Uh, he did such a good job that they, uh, promote him out of there. Um, and they did it like it was uh, all Air Force running this uh, particular site, and they did a fantastic job. Um, but uh, the only negative to it, and this could kind of, it could go either way. Maybe it's not a negative to everybody, is that waiting in like a thousand person line to go into a government tent to get a vaccine felt very disaster movie. E. Yeah. As like everybody's in uniform, everybody's in fatigues and like, you know, they're on bullhorns like one calm and orderly line. It's like, <laughs> oh, this feels like I'm waiting like they're about to blow the bridge. So so the zombies can't get to the mainland and yeah, Will Smith's going to run and be like, oh, hell no. Yeah. And yeah. and everybody's about to start panicking as they're like, we're we're. We're out of vaccines, and everybody would start tearing each other apart. But that didn't. I happen. mean, you would probably just calmly walk away and like stop at Burger King on the way home or something, right? There wasn't a Burger King on the way, unfortunately. Um, There's not, Tom. I recently moved near you, not in one of the 
magical zip codes where I get to get the vaccine early. Well, you're not. Uh, you don't have a medical ailment, Tim. You would have had to lie about it. There's no Taco Bell or uh, Burger King really in the neighborhood. No, it stinks. Yeah, there are McDonald's and Popeyes. That's uh, what can I? What can I do with those? Nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Tough life, Tim. It is a tough life. Now, speaking of tough life, mm-hmm. we're recording this a day early. Yeah. Um, on a holy day, no less, uh, St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. You're ruining my St. Patrick's Day plans because what time is your vaccine appointment tomorrow, Tom? Tomorrow, my appointment is, I think it's like 1245 in the a. afternoon, Tim. We usually record on Thursdays. We're recording on a Wednesday uh-huh. because- you cleared the whole day. Why? In case I don't feel good. <laughs> what? Tim, you're laughing, yeah, I, Tim. You're gonna you're gonna feel like crap when you get it. Yeah, I, sure. I but I can talk have, into a microphone for an hour. I know people who have gotten it and they felt like shit afterwards. I didn't want to have to do this show feeling like shit. It's enough of a burden as it is. <laughs> Believe me, Tom. <laughs> Whatever burden it is for you, it's ten times for me. I was very glad Whiny. when Look, I got when what? they first came out with the vaccines. I remember uh-huh. you saying, like, you're like, ah, I'm glad they have a vaccine, but I'm not looking forward to to getting it and feeling like shit. Yeah, it's like, yeah, th- this was like three months ago. You said this. Yeah, you're, and you're I'm gonna, still not looking forward you, to it. I'm 24 hours might, away, not even. You might feel bad for like what six hours. No, Take a nap. for like a day or two. Tim, oh, you don't know anything on. about science. You don't know anything about uh, just sucking it up. I. You're soft. You're soft, Reynolds. Everybody says why? It. Because I have asthma, Tim. Is that why I'm soft? No, you're. Is that well, what you're trying yeah, to say? Partially. <laughs> I mean, that's part of it. It's all part of it. Uh, I was glad though at this thing. It said, like, bring your insurance information, mm-hmm. even though whether you have insurance or not, it's free. Uh, and I was like, well, why why should I fill out more paperwork? Just, I don't know, just bill it free, like you were saying. Right. So anyway, luckily, they didn't ask for my Don't insurance you want your paperwork. insurance company to have to, like... Look, I yeah, I do want them to have to foot the bill instead of like uh, tax money. But I also feel like th- there's probably some scheme where like, you know, they get charged ten dollars for the vaccine, but then they get like a thousand dollar credit from the government for, uh, for being make- good guys. Yeah. For making sure that I got a vaccine. Like I hey, recently got my yeah I the the health insurance I have I recently got I'm, I'm getting a like a yearly physical and they have like a virtual physical and they send you uh like a heart or not a blood pressure cuff and like a thermometer so you can like do those yourself and uh uh you know it's like oh and we give this to you for free it's like thirty dollars worth of free shit that I'm paying an insane amount of money every month for. And it's, you know, that's not going to be a good physical. I'm not going to do these things right. But aren't you excited that they're going public? <sighs> I didn't know they're going public. No, I'm not. Ex- yeah, great. Well, I got to find new insurance. I got to. Tim, this is my my first St. Patrick's Day as a as an Irish citizen. And here I am stuck in this country 
with 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 this health care. I should be home in Ireland with free health care. That's what I say. It's an inspiring tale, Tom. <laughs> Although I think they're in like a pretty harsh uh, lockdown right now, so I guess I can't really go there. I it would be cheaper. It'd be so much. No, nah, I guess it wouldn't be. It would probably be cheaper for me to just fly to Ireland and get a physical than it would be to pay my insurance this month. Wow, Tom. Uh. The views of Tom Reynolds do not reflect uh, the views of the complete guide. I, for one, I'm a big fan of the of the health insurance companies. I think they uh, they they're keeping America as healthy as we've ever been and as happy as we've ever been. Yeah, you're 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 going to be singing a different tune, Tim, when you're trying to when you're begging for some of my uh, antibodies from my blood. You're always trying to push your blood on me. All right, Tim. You know, I can hear all of our listeners screaming through the headphones. Enough already. Let's talk about water. I want to hear the water talk. Well, I got two words for you guys. Three words. <laughs> How do you, uh, cut that out and go. Hold on. <clears throat> I got three words for you guys. Splish splash, baby. Wow. I thought your three words were going to be H2O. No, I mean, H2O. <laughs> if you were like, what the hell does that have to do with water? Tim, it's water week here on the Complete Guide to Everything. Uh, I got a bunch of water-related things, Tim. And I'll tell you why I was interested in doing water this week. Yeah, this was this was something that um, you pitched. Yes. And I didn't understand immediately, but I said, usually we pitch something that, that you know, Based on something going on in our lives. So yeah. I told you that I was very eager to understand why you wanted to talk about water so badly. Well, there was a story today. I don't remember the publication, and I'm going to screw up. <laughs> I only read the headline. And I'm going to Off screw to a bad start on Water Week. But it was something like 68% of people uh, that like have a headache, it's because they're dehydrated. Not not like another reason. And people, you know, go for a uh, uh, an ibuprofen or a uh, uh, Tylenol. Not me, baby. When really what they need is water. Is that what you do? Yeah. I, Tom, I'm probably, and I'm like, I don't want to turn this into a pissing contest. I want to th- turn it into a drinking well, contest. The, Tim- the opposite of a pissing contest. <laughs> I'm probably one of the most well-hydrated people you know. You know, a lot of people say that you look very wet. Yeah, well, I'm sweaty all the time. <laughs> Your body's just trying to get rid of that excess water. Yeah, and I'm also nervous and, and a little, uh, I, always got, I always got an angle. I'm sketchy. So how do you stay so well hydrated, Tim? What's your secret? Tom, I'll tell you. Drinking water all day, every day. Drinking water to the point where, like, I shouldn't be drinking this much water. Well, you can you, you can uh, get very sick. You could die if you drink too much water. Yeah, but that only you happens really when people have, have to... like water drinking contests uh, on the radio. Yeah, you really have to force yourself uh, for that. I I was also I was reading a study about 
It was you were reading a study. Yeah, Tim, I read in like studies. a medical journal. Yeah, in a medical journal. Which one? Science magazine. Wow, all right, that's uh, a good one. Well, thank you. It's the gold standard. <laughs> um, they were saying that. Uh, I guess they like put a bunch of you know a lot of these scientific studies. It's telling us stuff we already know. But anyway, this one they uh, they were trying to figure out why when you're thirsty, drinking water is so satisfying. And it's like because that's how we evolve. But anyway, they uh, put people in MRI machines. Okay. Uh, I guess they made them real thirsty first, and then they put them in an MRI machine, and I guess yelled over that like, "Would you like some water now?" And then they gave them a water and saw you know what their brain did. And they don't. They don't have to do this. We know that water is good. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Put somebody in an MRI. Oh, Jesus. And like the parts of the brain that lit up were like the reward center and stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, because your brain's just saying, "Hey, we were thirsty, and you got us water. Great. Here's a little dopamine for you." Um, but I thought, interestingly, uh, these scientists, they didn't seem like they thought it was as interesting, but I did, uh, that when they made people drink ex- an excessive amount of water, the part of your brain that controls like your motor function lit up. And it was ba- they think it was basically like the body trying to be like, hey, stop feeding us water where we've got enough. Nah, your body's never going to tell you that. Your body will tell you that. Water. You'll you'll feel sick. You'll throw up water. Your body's not eighty percent water. What is it? It's anywhere from sixty to seventy percent water. Yeah, maybe your body, but Tom, <laughs> I'm carrying a lot of water weight. I don't know what that is, but uh, I think I am carrying a lot of it. Uh, well, Tim, fetuses in the first few months, ninety-five percent water. Yeah. I'm practically a fetus. That's how that's how well hydrated I am. And when when you're born, you're more water than than ever. Okay. Yeah, because you're all wet with the goop and whatnot. No, even once they get all the goop off of. Off of that's got to be the worst job at the hospital, right? Goop. You're gonna walk. Yeah. Well, no. Just like like take the baby and it's going like ah! it's like screaming at the top of it. it's yeah. covered in goop and they're just like <laughs> you there go go watch this goop off this baby they've got one knucklehead who's they've never told him what the goop is and he's never asked <laughs> yeah well once he finds yeah, out he's quit. Babies <laughs> keep getting all these goop on him yeah but if they tell oh, him well it keeps walk me out in the a door, job you never see him again yeah <laughs> you're like what um so, yeah, uh, you just drink a lot of water. You don't keep track of how much water you're drinking. No, it's not a contest, Tom. And guess what? I don't think a calculator has been invented that could keep track of the amount of water that how I How many, drink. what do you drink water out of? Get this, Do you glass. stick your head under the tap? No. Uh, no, I, I pour it into it from, uh, here's how it goes. It goes from the tap. To my Brita water filtration system, uh-huh. uh to my glass, uh-huh. into my mouth, through my body, into my cells and my brain, 
my heart and stuff. I remember when the last time I moved, like, uh, you know, after they got everything in, one of the movers was like, hey, can I get some, can I get like some water? I was like, oh yeah, sure, man. And he just stuck his head in the sink and turned on the faucet and, and sucked the water right out of my uh, faucet. I was like, whoa, cool. I thought he got like his a... mouth on the faucet. No, he didn't put his mouth on it. But I thought, you know, he had like a, a bottle with him or something, but you didn't. It's a good mover move because uh, you ask for a glass of water. Somebody's going to be like, I would, but all my glasses are packed. Well, up. exactly. That, like, you know how it is. I, I was expecting you to criticize me for not offering water, but uh, I had nothing in my apartment, literally. Yeah. Well, I had everything. Well, it was just I in mean, boxes. what kind of mover was he if the if the if your new apartment was empty? It's true. Yeah, like, I'll give you a, some water. Everything was in work. my apartment, but it was in boxes still. Right. Uh, so the reason I bring this up, Tim, and you're gonna hate this. You're gonna you already have like such a low opinion of me, but it's gonna get lower. Uh, I was looking into one of these Bluetooth water bottles. That keeps oh, track no. of that keeps track of how much you're drinking. I have a theory about you. Uh-huh. Is that you'll never do anything unless there's some sort of weird technological component to it. I feel like I never saw, I never heard of you reading a book before the introduction <laughs> of an e-reader. Yeah, and I had to quickly learn how to read in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, no, and I know that's stupid. I know it's so fucking dumb, but you're right. If I spend money on like a piece of technology, then I'm going to use it. So in that way, I'm like, yeah, it'd be re- it seems real dumb to buy a $60 water bottle. But if I, but uh, conversely, if I could pay $60 and all of a sudden I just know how much water to drink all the time. Maybe though, maybe I would happily trade that. Rule of thumb, Tom. You and I'm trying always, not to buy you dumb al- shit. By the yeah. way. Well, guess what? <laughs> you don't need a Bluetooth-enabled water bottle. Here's the thing: you're you're working from home right now. You're yeah. never leaving. Mm-hmm. All A B D W. Always be <laughs> drinking water. Always be drinking could be uh, construed in a, in a very uh, yeah, negative way. Yeah, because Tim, you can drink some stuff that's worse for you than not drinking anything at all. Yeah, poison, diuretics, diarrhea, diet. Yeah, oof. Um. So you don't think I should buy this water bottle? I think you should just Tom pour yourself a glass of water, uh-huh. have it near you, mm-hmm. drink from it. When it's empty, you go refill it, continue drinking from it, uh, and hey, rinse and repeat, baby. And instead of rinse, uh, drink the water. They or say, what? Rinse your hair with it. They, Man, water's versatile, not just for drinking. They say that the uh, a man should drink 3.7 liters of water and a woman should drink 2.7 liters of water. Do you think that's I mean, sexist? I think that's an uh, 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 unhelpful way to think about it. I right? say if, like, if women want to drink more water, let them. Tom, I'm uh, I'm six foot three. <laughs> and how tall are you? Five foot ten? Uh, I'm six foot two, Tim. 
<laughs> You're not six foot three. <laughs> no, I'm six foot three. Um, we have an inch different in our height, Tom. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm an inch taller than you. Yeah. And uh, we should not be, and, and you weigh, you have like 70, 80 pounds on me. <laughs> so like uh despite being an inch shorter yes yeah we should we sh we shouldn't be drinking the well, same these amount are of water. averages they also say that 20 percent of the water you eat you drink in a day comes from food you eat right but what if i'm eating ice pops all day surely it's going to be more than that than if i'm eating raw flour <sighs> tom i've asked you not to eat ice pops all day it gets you all riled up Man, that'd be great if I could just eat ice pops all day. Uh, or even, you can. Honestly, or even just raw flour. I'd be happy with that, too. Um, no, you don't want that. But you're supposed to drink so that your urine is colorless or light yellow. That's supposed to be mm -hmm. uh, your North Star, your urine Yours, star. Yours, I imagine, is like a, a deep beige. Yeah, it's like a dark brown. <laughs> it's like coca-cola you know it's you, carbonated too which is you, weird that's the weirdest part tim is that it is a little fizzy when it comes out this headgum podcast is brought to you by aura frames that is right uh from grandmothers to new mothers Aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an aura frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an aura frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. 
Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Kerplunk, we're back. That was a marble falling into water, Tom. Wow, uncanny. I yeah. I was looking through my notes to find something to talk about when we came back to start with, and you said, don't worry, I got it. And then you just said, kerplunk into the microphone. You don't have any notes for today. You, ha- you have not thought about water at all. I've been Tom, thinking I about water, water like crazy. You know what? You know, um, I, I adopt uh, Bruce Lee's philosophy be like water. Yeah. And that's what I am. I Why adopt, would I have to do research on that which I am? I adopt Kevin Costner's philosophy, which is be in water world. Yeah, the whole world. You My know, whole world is water. They still have water world stunt shows. In, in Yeah. They like still exist. Yeah. That's I went crazy. there uh, a couple of years ago. That's nuts. That movie bombed like 20 years ago. Have you ever seen the stunt show? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's much better than the movies. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's It's better than the movies. It's better than, I think, any stunt show I've ever seen. It's it's a jet ski stunt show. And yes, it is as cool as it sounds. Um, Tim, I have some water facts. There's also zip lines, Tom. Yeah. I have some water facts for you that I found interesting. Okay. Uh the f- water was what was given out in the first known vending machine uh, in the first century A.D. It was used to dispense holy water. Huh. For who? Anybody that wanted some. They could put a... Really? I don't know how. I don't know if you even had to put money in the vending machine or just a vending machine that you know gave out water, kind of like a water fountain. Hmm. I'm surprised they don't have holy water dispensers around places these days. Like where? I don't know. Don't don't churches want you to like? Well, they have you know, holy water take thing, inside. Yeah, but the like church. take take things into your own hands. Like no, they don't want you to take church... things into your own hands. They want no, you to come to them. No, yeah, but don't like. What if they gave you a bottle of holy water and they're just like. And go wherever you see sinners and and flick this at them and tell them that they're sinners. They want them to do that, right? Uh, maybe some churches. I don't know. Yeah, the the bad ones. I've also never been real clear on what the limits are in blessing holy water. Like, can a priest bless an ocean? Surely they can't bless an entire ocean. But where where is that top limit? I mean, I bet some have tried. <laughs> well, how do they know if it worked or not? You don't. You don't know till you get to heaven. Yeah. Well, th- and then I would and say... God will be like, nice try. Is- <laughs> nice try on that ocean stunt you pulled. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise, like, I mean, that's got to be one of the top benefits of being a priest, that you can make any water holy water. I mean, we could do that, too. 
<laughs> like, uh, you know, if you were at a party and you didn't want anybody to drink your drink while you went to the bathroom, you just put a quick blessing on it and be like, that's holy water. Don't drink it. That's disrespectful. I guess they can't unbless things, though. Yeah, but why would they want to unbless it? It's not like when they come back. Well, I guess they could drink it. Yeah, they're priests. They could drink it. They can say, I can drink this. I'm a priest. You guys can't drink it. What is holy water used for then? It's not just for priests to drink. (laughs) I don't think it's at (laughs) all for priests to drink. But they can drink it. It's It's for baptisms. We know this. Yeah. I think, I don't think it's against the rules to drink holy water in any situation. I don't know. It seems weird. If you if you were at a baptism and you were like, hey, can I get a quick sip out of there? They wouldn't let you do well, that. I mean, if you went to a swimming pool and you said that, they wouldn't let you do <laughs> you that. You wouldn't have but to like, ask. Well, <laughs> you could just do it at a swimming pool. I mean, yeah. I guess you could do it at church, too. Uh, they're going to notice. If if it's like during a baptism and and the things up front, they're gonna be like, hey, hey, hey. Uh, now, now I gotta how, how many how many mouthfuls of water <laughs> have you drank out of pools, Tom? Uh, I mean, more than I'd like. I've never intentionally done it, but right. there have been a bunch of times where I've almost drowned and I've done it. Have you almost drowned? No, I've the only I remember as a kid almost drowning once, uh, but that was it. Other than that, smooth sailing for me and water. One I of the re- tell you, that seems like that would be a scary experience. It was a terrifying experience, Tim, because I was at a pool in Orlando, Florida. Uh, my family had gone on a trip to Disney World. I was like five years old. Mm-hmm. And I was a pretty you good- You were led to believe this was the happiest place on earth, yeah. and then what happened? And I was a pretty good swimmer, except I had been swimming like too much uh, and treading water for too long. And I got tired. And this kid was like pretending to be a reporter in the pool and like interviewing people. Get out of here, kid. (laughs) Yeah, interviewing people with a pretend microphone. And meanwhile, I'm like, I'm drowning. (laughs) And, uh, you know. He's like, I got got my first scoop. Exactly. He thought he was going to get a Pulitzer out of the thing. Uh, well, as a journalist, I can't intervene. Yeah, I'm only <laughs> here to to report on what happens. Interviewing a drowning child, uh, and then some some man saved me. Some man. Yeah, he just pulled Does me over to Collins? the side once. Once I got once I got my hand on the side, I was fine. <laughs> but that's the only time I almost drowned. I mean, at the beach, I've had times where like I've gotten hit by waves and been underwater, like. <laughs> way longer than i was expecting to and had that experience of the the like oh man like i gotta get back up to the surface and then you get hit by another wave and it's like oh no (laughs) i didn't account for this i did not bring enough air with me tom i spent more i spent so much time in the ocean when Mm -hmm. i was a younger when i was a boy yeah and uh now i just don't care to go in the ocean too many waves (laughs) too many waves you hear it more and more. Give me a bathtub where I can just sit. Tim, you want to hear something that's 31% water that you're going to be like, get the hell out of here? Sure. Bones. Hmm. Bones are 31% water. 
Can you believe that? I mean, my that? bones are probably more than that. Is that why you're so, uh, like, loose, squishy? That's <laughs> why. What do you mean by loose? What are you trying to say about me, Tom? You got, you got uh, not brittle bones, but, like, bendy bones. Yeah, my bones can bend. That's how I can, like, fit through a mail slot. <laughs> I, <laughs> or, I was, a dog, or a doggy door. Tim, I was not aware you could fit through a mail slot or a doggy door. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's because of my uh, my uh, flexible bones. That's how, like, rats do it, right? Isn't that the thing where it's like a rat can get in any hole bigger than its head? Or, like, you know, at least the same size as its head? Yeah, I think it's just all squishy in there. Thinking. Yeah doesn't matter um tim you might be thinking yeah tom's got a lot of facts and ideas about water in its liquid form but i'd like to hear him talk about gas or solid form wow uh you know what i gotta admit i I had forgotten about the other forms of, of water well, there's a I'm lot. liquid. There's actually a lot more than just those three, Tim. But I won't get into it. Um, yeah, get into it for a little bit. Well, there are things like dew, like water vapor, uh, other things. I don't know. I saw some article that was like, "There's actually 14 forms of water." It's like, yeah, but know. not really. But dew is just liquid. It's wet. Yeah, exactly. That's when I said water yeah, vapor not is really. just gas. Yeah. This guy, was this a write-up in Science Magazine? No, a garbage like that oh, okay. would never make it into Science Magazine. Yeah. Um, although I did read in a different Science Magazine um, that scientists have found water in space. Well, Just floating around out there. And you know how big it was? You know how big this just pool of water was? Mm, a gallon. A hundred thousand times bigger than our sun. What? Yeah. Is this water? They it, should bring it back. It had the equivalent of 100, 140 trillion times all the water in Earth's oceans. We could use that water. Yeah, we could. Yeah, I, yeah but where would we put it? The, the, <laughs> the oceans are going to be too, too going to rise too much as it is. Just have them can't store it in the ocean. Have it circle around like the moon. Let's have another moon. That's uh, well. I guess it would be way too big. It would take up the entire sky. That'd be cool. It'd be like a lava lamp. <laughs> um, it, I think Earth is overdue a water changing though. Like, hey, you have to change a fish tank every once in a while. Yeah, we could we could use something like that. So we'll yeah, take what I've done in the ocean. I know that we can, uh, we, we need to switch it out to one, get some fresh water in there. One thing I've never understood about the ocean as a child and even now is <laughs> <laughs> if I take, if I, if I get a glass of water and I go to the, to the edge of the ocean right now and pour that in, does the entire ocean go up a little bit? No. Like in Australia, does the ocean go up a little bit? By how much? I mean, like atoms. I mean, I doubt that it would displace mm-hmm. atoms on the other side of the world, to to answer your question. All the other but atoms like, would just I get pushed know. aside? 
it's it's tough to it's tough to say because you can't get a clean reading because all these goddamn waves. Well, I tell waves everybody, crashing. I tell everybody else to stop putting everything in the ocean or taking anything out for just that's not what just for five minutes. The waves are causing are caused by people dumping a single glass of water into the into the ocean. No, but it, it can't help. I Another mean, it probably doesn't. Another question I have, Tim, along these lines, is if I put, if I run a big extension cord and throw my toaster oven in the ocean, how far mm-hmm. away is that going to kill everybody? Are um, are people in the south of France going in for a dip going to get electrocuted because I did that? I don't. I, that doesn't seem. Also, yeah. There. Are, well, Tom, here's the thing: there are electric eels. Exactly. And they're just going around shocking everything. Electric eels are one of those rare things you learn about as a child that when you get older, you think like, ah, that was probably like a weird exaggeration or something. But no, it's not. There are electric eels out there that create electricity and shock their prey. Like, you know, do you think. I mean, how, how, um, I guess my question is, how powerful is a shock from an electric eel? I think they're pretty powerful. Like, it's enough to stun, uh, you know, a small animal. <laughs> how powerful is an electric eel, eel shock? Whoa! 860 volts. What does that mean? And one amp of current. Think about a 9-volt battery, Tim, and times that by 100. Have you ever licked a 9-volt battery? I haven't. I've always been too too afraid. Well, then, stay clear of electric eels, Tim. I mean, you could touch an electric eel and survive, right? Of course. Of course we all can. Well, yeah, I guess. Give it a baby, though? I I don't know, Tim. I don't know how, how specific I can get in these Google searches. Will an electric eel kill a baby? But it sounds like it's pretty... With, a, with an electric shock, not in any other way, like pushing them down the stairs or something. Well, I don't think an electric eel is going to push something down at the stairs. I mean, if it did, something else is going on there. But has, has an electric eel killed people? The tennis... <laughs> Whoa, the Tennessee Aquarium has an electric eel, and uh, it's wired up to a small computer that sends out a tweet when uh, when it uh, emits electricity, enough electricity. I wasn't listening. I was uh, trying to find out if uh, an electric eel ever killed anybody. This, the, uh, basically, the Tennessee Aquarium has an eel that can tweet, an electric eel. That can tweet? Yeah. It's a scam. <laughs> I thought for a minute they were saying the electric eel powers a computer. And that's crazy because then we should all have one. Right. It's uh, the cleanest form of energy there is. Yeah. Imagine yeah, kind of slimy, not that clean. Imagine if nobody, if they never figured out another way to generate electricity. And it was like, well, just this one animal. So everything runs off these animals. A terrifying... Uh, dystopian hellscape, if you ask me. 
Oh. No. This is ridiculous. What? An electric eel can only uh, generate this uh, in short bursts that uh, last up to 0.2 milliseconds. Yeah, it's just a quick shock. Yeah, like a... Like a that's nothing. It's not like an electric chair. Yeah. No, it's fine. I'm going to touch an electric eel. You're not going to touch. <laughs> you wouldn't touch a regular eel. I know. I wouldn't touch a regular eel, but I I got something to prove with an electric eel. Um. Yeah, I talked about the big thing of water. Did you also know... Thank God you're getting through those. Sorry I said kerplunk earlier, but you were uh, organizing your notes. Water, speaking of the three phases of water, Tim, water is unique in that it is the only natural substance that is found in the three physical states, liquid, solid, and gas, at temperatures normally found on Earth. So like other things... We've got gases, solids, liquids, but not yeah, all. Yeah, we don't have like solid neon or something. Yeah, or or solid mercury or, or you know, uh, that you can go to the store and buy. Be too cold. Wouldn't, wouldn't be too able cold. to, it would be able to exist, but not naturally, I don't believe. Right. So that's something. Water is also called the universal solvent. Did you know that it's the best solvent on Earth? What is a solvent, Tom? It solves, dissolves things. Okay. It, it <laughs> I've di- dissolved things in water. Alka-Seltzer. Mm-hmm. Alka-Seltzer plus. Salt. It dissolves more substances than any other liquid that we know about. You probably wouldn't think that. You probably you you probably thought it was like turpentine or something. Yeah, or like acid or something. Yeah. Well, and it can dissolve acid. Water can dissolve acid. Let that sink in. Think about that for a minute. You're excited about uh, this King Kong versus Godzilla movie. Well, what about water versus acid? I would have thought water didn't stand a chance. Nope, in that but, matchup. but guess what? Water wins in the end. It's a real... But um, guess what? Um, whoever wins, we all lose. <laughs> it's a real tortoise versus the hare situation with uh, with water and acid. The acid is flashy. Yep. And it's it like, hey, dissolves dissolve stuff quick, but not as well as water yeah. does in the dissolve end. Dissolve the, the Terminator, for Christ's sake. So yeah. that wasn't acid. That was... Uh, molten, molten lava. Yeah. Yeah, which I did My think. Mistake. I thought when when they said it dissolves more substances than any other liquid, I was thinking even molten lava. Yeah, but it didn't say in this particular article. Did you yell it at the screen? <laughs> well, I usually yell everything at the screen, so yeah. Um, pure water, Tim. Which you're not gonna find. You're not gonna find pure water. You need um, to. They sell it at the convenience store. You're, no, you're going to have to go to some kind of a laboratory to do it. Pure water doesn't conduct electricity. Huh. It's also, you shouldn't drink it. It's bad for you. Yeah, it probably is. It is. Uh, Dom, don't say probably. It is. <laughs> I saw it on a TV show one time. So pure water is like water that's had all the minerals removed from it. 
Yeah, it's just hydrogen. Two two of the hydrogens, mm-hmm. one of the oxygens. Yeah. Mashed up. It's a mashup. Hey, it's the original mashup. Now, I always think this is crazy. Like, they are all excited about water on the moon and water on Mars. Uh, you know, we, we were pretty sure there's water in both places. Who's they? The world's nerds, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, I agree with your premise. They are all excited about the water on the moon and on Mars. And the reason they're excited is because they're like, great. Because if we have water, we can send up machines that will split the water, as you mentioned, the two hydrogen and one oxygen, um, into oxygen, which you might remember from breathing. It's something we breathe. It's one of my favorite gases I breathe. And then they're like, oh, we can take the hydrogen, turn that into jet fuel. We're excited about this because of jet fuel? Well, because then we can make jet fuel on Mars and the moon, which is easier than uh, like flying jet fuel there because jet fuel is very heavy. Mm-hmm. But do you buy that? That that we're gonna have like just a machine that's like ah great water that will make oxygen and jet fuel for us. Why are you always asking me questions, jet fuel related questions, <laughs> and then saying, "Do you buy that? <laughs> Do you buy that? Do you think jet fuel can really melt that hot, Tim? <laughs> to melt steel <sighs> beams? You've been asking me this for two, for two decades, well, and Tom. you still haven't given me a convincing answer, Tim. So I don't know. I guess I'm one of I'm, I'm, <laughs> you're one of those guys that just never believes anything you hear about jet. No, fuel. I think it's no, just. I, don't, I... I mean, I guess because we don't, you know, there's not like a jet fuel factory that's making jet fuel out of water that I know about. Mm-hmm. But that's probably just because it's like, well, no, it's Earth. We got other stuff. We can just go get hydrogen. We don't have to go right. through all this. But. Uh, but that's what they're excited about, you know, that that then then they can make jet fuel for like return trips, because that's a big problem with Mars right now is right. that it would be a one way trip. We wouldn't be able to bring enough fuel to uh, call it all off, man. Dissolve NASA. Hey, dissolve NASA in some water. I don't I don't think they should dissolve NASA. I think NASA is a pretty good organization. If it's too. all just about jet fuel, if it all comes down to jet fuel. I'm gonna feel like this is this is what this was all about. I'm pissed as a, as a as a taxpayer. I'm pissed. But what if you get a little jet fuel? What if they put it in the mail and everybody gets some? Yeah, I mean, or just direct deposit it into my uh, jet. The this is gonna be my last fact, and then we're gonna solve a problem, Tim. Well, no, we're not. You can't make that decision. I have things to talk about as well. If we, speaking of giving everybody jet fuel, if we extracted all the gold out of the ocean, there would be enough for every person in the world to have nine pounds of gold. Mm. And then nobody would care about gold. Yeah. If everybody had the same amount of gold. Well, I think everybody would still care a little bit, but probably a lot less because they'd be like, well, I have nine pounds of gold. And yeah. you're you're Is trying to sell Cameron's me like doing? like an ounce of gold. I don't really care about an ounce. I got nine pounds right yeah. here. Right. 
Tom, I got, do you want to solve a problem? Yeah. I mean, go ahead with whatever you had to say about water, the the big shocking secret you've been holding back. It wasn't shocking. It was just sometimes you act like you're in charge of the show here, and maybe we should just solve a problem. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. We're going to solve a problem. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, email us at thecompleteguidetoeverything at gmail.com. Tim, I have one more water fact after we're done solving a problem. No, after the problem. No. That's my time. That's my <laughs> that's my time to splash around in the puddle. We didn't even talk about rain this whole time. What do you want to say about it? Well, we're solving a problem now. We'll talk <laughs> okay. about it. Tom, we'll talk about this later. Uh, this comes from uh, John, Tom. Okay. Um, this came in a few weeks ago. You said that to me like I I would know that person. Oh, Tom, you know John? it's from John. <laughs> uh, he says, I'm writing to you from the other side of the Texas electrical grid failure. Oh, this, is, uh, this was weeks ago. Yeah. Well, glad he got to the other side. Yeah. We have a troublesome neighbor and being s- fellow city dwellers. I trust you two will have some solid advice on how to handle them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past, this neighbor has accused our bird feeder of attracting rats. As a result, she left a brick of green rat poison outside our dwelling. She's also begun avoiding us at all costs. This recently changed to active in-person aggression, though. Mm -hmm. Our apartment building uses all electric, and thus, during the extended power outage, we were unable to boil water or prepare food. That sucks. Yeah. That was me. That was me editorializing. Mm -hmm. In desperation, I took a small charcoal grill to our unit's private ground-level patio and in the freezing dusk, attempted to prepare a hot meal for my wife and I. Our neighbor, however, immediately took to filming and heckling me as a potential fire starter for using said grill. I ignored her because she wanted a reaction, but I still feel extremely violated and unable to process how our relationship as neighbors will go forward. Any thoughts or advice? John. Uh, now, Tom, I know we roll our eyes when people say like, ah, dear Tim and Tom, you're the best. Your podcast has changed my life. And we're like, oh, okay, but get to the point. But not to bring it up at all. Uh-huh. Oh, you're not saying Not even to acknowledge. Person. Yeah, I thought maybe so, you were, I thought you would just cut it choice. out because it's so, you know, common. But uh, Yeah, no. Yeah, now it, now it doesn't even really make me want to solve it. I, I know the perfect solution that would solve everything in a heartbeat, but... He doesn't even write... Or he doesn't write, like, Dear Tim and Tom or Timothy and Tomothy no. the way that some people do. Yeah. It's like we're a government agency. Yeah, I'll like, get right like to the point This is our here. job. Yeah. Um, I think John's neighbor might be right about him. <laughs> well, I have... I have one question, but John, the the idea of somebody starting a charcoal grill and accusing them of trying to start a fire is actually insane. Like I walk by somebody uh, with a charcoal grill out on the sidewalk the other day. Like that happens in Brooklyn. People put charcoal grills out on the sidewalk and start cooking. And you call the police, right? You start <laughs> filming them and call the police, which is the 
which is the you right know. thing to do. Yeah. They might, you know, I don't want a uh, Chicago fire situation here where, where all of a sudden the whole city burns down. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like a charcoal. Hey, bro- we got a real Mrs. O'Leary's cow over <laughs> here is what you say when you call the, 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 a charcoal grill is designed in such a way to be pretty safe, like <laughs> to be, you know, it's still a fire, but like, unless you knock it over. And even then, especially during like, you know, that crazy cold snap they had, like what was going to catch on fire, even if it did fall on the ground. Um, things can catch on fire in the cold. Yeah, but it's harder. I'm well, I'm also just thinking about that. They had a ton of snow, so I'm assuming there's right, snow yeah. all over, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's insane. But I'm wondering where this bird feeder is if they're in an apartment building. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering if the bird feeder is in a public area or if the bird feeder is like, you know, one of those suction cup jobs on John's window. Yeah, maybe. It seems like he does have a little bit of a patio outdoor space, so it mm-hmm. can be, you know, in there too, I think. Um, I just feel like, is this a controversial opinion that mm-hmm. like, birds are fine. We don't need to feed them. Birds know how to... <laughs> They know how to bird around and get whatever food they need. No, but people have bird feeders because they like to look at birds. Yeah, but birds will be around regardless. <laughs> Tim, if you have a bird feeder, a lot more birds are going to be around more often. You're going to know where to look for them. Yeah, but don't you think that's too many birds? I don't know. Maybe no birds use this because all the rats are eating the food. Yeah. I will um, say this. If if this person thinks it's attracting rats, they got to show some proof because I don't think rats will hang around a place long if they can't actually get to the food. You know what right. I mean? Like if they're like, oh, I smell bird seeds and then they're like, oh, it's up there and, you know, it's up on a grease pole or whatever and they can't get up. Then I think rats are like, eh, forget it. Also, I don't think rats really go after bird feed. Like, there's, if if there are rats. I don't know if you know that to be true. Well, I'm just saying if there are rats around the apartment, it's more likely that there's garbage uh, not properly uh, contained somewhere than, than bird feed. The thing that I find very offensive is the videotaping of somebody when they're on their private property trying to do something. Well, it it sounds like it's shared private property, uh, but but I agree with the videotaping. I think it is a weird thing nowadays where like people- Nope, 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 Tom, I will say, I took a small charcoal grill to our unit's private ground level patio. Okay, well, it depends on where they were filming from. If they were filming from their own property, I don't know what the laws in Texas are about- yeah, can you just film from like public property, like the street into somebody's home? Uh, I think there's like, if you can do that anywhere, it's gonna be Texas, right? <laughs> well, no, if you could not do it anywhere, it'd be Texas, where it'd be like, nope, you can't even look at my private property, or else I have the right to kill you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, have you looked into d- killing this person? <laughs> um. No, I mean, I, I I know that there's, I think that's where, like, the law gets kind of fuzzy, 
because there are like peeping Tom laws. Like you can't just be like, nope, I'm in my house with my high powered telescope. I'm allowed to do whatever I want. I think I think there is something on the books. I have to I'm trying to recall law school Uh, uh, something about like a reasonable uh, uh, idea of privacy, like where where if somebody believes that they're in a private place where they would not be filmed or videotaped, then, uh, you know, the, then somebody else can't be doing that. I would assume an outdoor space in a, an apartment building would not be considered, uh, you know, an assumed private area. Whereas like, if you're in your bathroom, like you, you're all right, Tom, stop what? enough of a, this is, you're not a lawyer. Stop. Well, all I this. went to law school, Tim, and I was going to take, you failed the bar. Or did I? I'm just saying this person sounds like a nutcase. Uh, and that sucks. Like I have I have a couple of nutcases in my apartment building. And mm. like there's kind of nothing you can do except avoid them and ignore them. Yeah. But if somebody's videotaping you and heckling you in the middle of a crisis... Yeah. Um you should do something. You should do something mean, right? You should just you know, if they have a private patio, then I assume they're allowed to barbecue out there. It That's doesn't matter insane. what they're allowed to do or not. Well, Especially... I'm just thinking from the from the point of view that they can complain to like the property manager or something. And if they weren't doing anything wrong, if it's like, yeah, we're allowed to have grills on our patio, and this person was heckling me and videotaping me, then they would go to him. But if like he was doing something that is technically not allowed, uh, then Tom, you know he doesn't. Never have... the rule follower. Hey, come on, man. Uh, well, what would you, you try do? Being cool for a second. What? What would you do? I wouldn't this videotape person? somebody and heckle them. No, I'm saying to to get back at this person. Oh, I would say the meanest thing I could possibly think of, <laughs> like. Even if it was like, you know, an unflattering physical attribute or something mm-hmm. that like you're technically not supposed to say, wow. like I, I think I would I would say eh, no. And then they would and then they would get yeah. you on video saying that, yeah. Tim. And then all, right. you know all of a sudden, Tim's canceled. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, advice from a hothead is not uh, <laughs> what John needs. You know what I would do if somebody were videotaping me. <laughs> I'd say something I'm not allowed to say to that person. <laughs> <laughs> that would teach them. Um, I don't know. There's nothing you can do. You, you, honestly, I don't know. Throw the rat poison in, in, in her freaking face. Well, that could be attempted murder, Tim. It's it's allowed in Texas. Attempted murder is allowed in Texas. Hell, murder is allowed in Texas. I would also like rat poison some dangerous shit, especially if they're just like putting it out as fucking bricks and not in. Rat poison's fine. <laughs> if they're not putting, I'm not joking here. If if it's not in, <laughs> okay, sorry. If it's not in like one of those black plastic things that only rats can get into, like that, she might be breaking the law. Because you can't just you put call the cops. Well, you can't just put fucking poison. Like people Tell have it's pets. Frontier justice. <sighs> John's, people have pets. John's not asking not, us to be like, oh, what's the legality? I'm not whatever. saying go get the sheriff. I'm just saying John wants. 
us to give him permission to murder this lady. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what, that's you, can what go to, you can go to the apartment management and say, look, this lady's putting poison all over. She's videotaping me on private to complain property. to the manager. Come on, Tom. <sighs> so your, your advice is to complain to the manager. My advice is to say something horrible on videotape. I think and we if to that retire fails, them. murder them. <laughs> we have to retire look, this segment. Look, the answer is somewhere in between. Split the difference, and you got your solution. If you like the this show, you can, you can learn more at tcgte.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Instagram at tcgte. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. If you want to support the show, check out our sponsors. Also check out patreon.com slash complete guide for books, the podcast, and much more. This week we are wrapping up reading Sherlock Holmes. I just finished The Hound of the Baskervilles. I'm going to tell Tim all about it. What happened to it? What happened? Yeah, what happened to the hound? I do know what happened mm, to the hound. The skull um, hound, huh? Yeah, among other things. Patreon.com slash complete guide. Um, Tim, did you have some water stuff you wanted to talk about before? You know what? I knew, I know you had one more thing to say. And Uh, frankly, I think my question slash comment might be too exciting for this episode. Okay. So maybe I'll save it for the water slides episode that we do at some point. (laughs) All right. I thought you were going to say for the Patreon this week, but I thought you were trying to do a hard sell. Nope. Well, maybe I will ask it on the Patreon. Tim, I I will leave you with this final fact. Maybe we'll not do Sherlock Holmes this week on Patreon and we'll do water slides. I read this whole book. We're doing Sherlock Holmes. I read a whole book on water slides, Tom. Tim, we all know- And what, for no reason? We all know you can't drink seawater, right? Right. Water, water everywhere, not a drop to drink. Guess what you can drink? Guess what is drinkable? Lake water. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you probably have to purify it and stuff. Sea ice. Huh. If you find some sea ice, it has a tenth as much salt as regular seawater, so you can drink it. Wow. If you're stranded somewhere... If only the... if only the passengers of the Titanic well, <laughs> that's not died how of they thirst. Died. I mean, that's what I was going to say. If you're somewhere where there's sea ice and you're worried about having drinking water, you probably got bigger problems. Yeah. Maybe but, you're floating on a door. Yeah. And uh, the help hasn't gotten there yet and you're a little thirsty. And you tried you once to, to get up on the door, but you couldn't. So that's it. Hmm. Don't, Tom, enough. Enough about that. The door would have sunk if he was on it. I never saw the film. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.